This week on Not Married with Children. I wanted to be this trainer, I wanted to be this incredible trainer that everyone, you know, thought was knowledgeable and and helpful and all of those things. And then I come home, I just be a fucking piece of shit. I just be absolutely exhausted. If anyone walked past the house and looked through the window, they would have been like, what the fuck is going on there? We oh, just you started. Just naked and started dancing, <laughs> didn't you? We did not, sp- we did not get naked. That's why the neighbour brought over eggs tonight. <laughs> like, thanks for the show the other day. <laughs> Yeah, after um, I did my yoga this morning, I rode up a like a weight workout with kettlebells, and um, she was climbing, just doing that thing where she just fucking needs to climb on everything. So she was climbing up the wrong way of the treadmill, yeah, up that, and she just claws her, just climbing up on that on the A-frame and wiping off the whiteboard. The stuff you've written on the, the whiteboard. The stuff I've written on the right, right. whiteboard, not that stuff. That one, I did that for a friend and sent it to her. But the stuff that I had written up for my workout, she kept on jumping up and sliding down and just like wiping parts yeah. out of it. <laughs> She's such a little shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure why you brought her home. Because no one else was going to. <laughs> She's perfect. She fits into our family. She fits into our family so well. Yeah, she's about as dysfunctional as the rest of us. Exactly. Absolutely mm. right. Um, I stopped you earlier tonight. Mm. I think we should start with your new little hobby. It's <laughs> not a hobby. Okay. What, what do you call it? It is not a hobby. Okay. All right. Enlighten me. It is not a hobby at all. Enlighten me. Enlighten you. Yeah. Well, you're going to get a shock when I'm like, this is the rest of my life now. Um, look, I'm okay with it because I, I can see that it's made a difference already. Like, yeah. Like, so I'm, I'm, I'm all ears. Right. My nose is out of action, so I'm all ears. <laughs> you sewage nose. Mm. Um, right. Okay. <laughs> sewage snout, they call it. It's a condition. <sighs> Worrying. I like. I don't envy you. I feel a little distant from you. Mm-hmm. I can't smell it, but I don't want to get close enough to smell it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Where do I start? Where do you want me to start? Well, you basically just came at me one day and said, "I'm getting." Crystals. Yeah, right. So I, I don't know how you went well, down that no, rabbit hole. Okay, we've we have talked about it in the past, which you've probably just buried very, very deeply because you just don't want to talk about it, <laughs> or you don't want to admit to my woo-woo stuff or whatever. Okay. But I mean, early last year. I went to, you know, actually what started it all is when we first went to Bodie and Ride. Right. When we first went to Bodie and Ride and Terrell was our instructor mm. and he was very spiritual, very spiritual, not in a, like a faith way, not in a, a religion way. He was very spiritual in energy and vibrations and whatnot. And, um, and the feeling that I had after that class was 
And after talking to him. And after talking to him and then after connecting with him on social media um, and then I went and I had um, done another class that was one of his and and that and um, it was just amazing. And then one day I checked the letterbox and there was a pamphlet for meditation mm-hmm. and I was in – I felt like a really sticky part of where I was going in life and how I was feeling. And I was like, well, fuck it. <laughs> what have I got to lose? Yeah. Um, and I inquired about it, but I couldn't get in on the days that she had available. So she gave me a slot that was a private session, but she still charged me for only a group session. Because okay. How long ago was this? This was early last year. Early last year. Last year, okay. yes. So we were still in Frankston. Holy Street, right. yes. And it was just around the corner from there, the place. It was her house. And um, so I went and I had no fucking clue what I was doing. I thought I was just going to sit there and close my eyes. And she's messaging me and she's saying, so you want the chakra cleansing? And I'm like, what the fuck is a chakra cleansing? Right. I've got no clue. Now I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. okay. So – for once in your life. Um, so I went to this lady's house and at first like I was so sceptical, so sceptical when I get to the door and I'm like I'm looking at the house and I'm like, shit, what am I doing? Like, Describe it. Describe it, the house. It looks like a housing commission. Oh. And it could have been. Okay. Do you know what? Like it, it could have been and that's fine. But I, I thought would, you were going to say there's like voodoo dolls hanging no, down from the- No, no, no. Like it just, it didn't give off any vibe. Like it was just, it was just this really plain yellow brick like house from the 70s with a dead front yard. And a witch doctor inside. Yeah, and you know what? That witch doctor was the most beautiful person mm. I've ever, like one of the most beautiful people I've ever met. And I actually wrote about it recently um, explaining that, like, I got to the front door and the whole time I was like, nah, turn around, go away, go back, don't do this. And then immediately when she came to the door, I was like, this is, this is a friend that I just don't know yet. That's yeah. how I felt. Let me pause this. Yeah. Let me get the dog out of the baby's room. <laughs> All right, continue. Okay. So I get to the door and this woman is immediately my friend that I just don't know yet. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if at that time that was a moment of desperation, you know, like when you're just searching for something or you're searching for like, yeah, this is this is definitely it. So like you know, this is how it feels, this is a spiritual connection because you're just so desperate to hang on to an answer. Um, yeah, so anyway, she was just, I described it as, as I walked into her house, I was receiving this spiritual hug. She wasn't physically hugging me, but I just felt immediately just like she was wrapped around me, yeah. just supporting me. So, and like, I never believed in that shit, like, I don't believe in God. I don't, 
you die and that's it. Like, you know, but always I've been interested. So anyway, she takes me into this room. There's another room in her house and it's really lowly, like low lit. She's fucking cats. <laughs> climbing on the treadmill. Um, it's low lit and she's got this, you know, she's got a um, an air diffuser on and crystals everywhere and um, all these beautiful pillows and couch and everything like this and just beautiful music going. And I was like, right, okay, we're going to, we're doing this. So we briefly chat, didn't really talk about much and she explained what we're going to do. And that was that I was going to lay down. And she placed, like I closed my eyes, she placed a bunch of crystals on my head, my throat, on the the chakras, on your seven chakras. Okay. Don't ask me what they are. I still haven't figured that part out yet. So she did this and we went through the meditation, which is very much like any kind of mindfulness Mm. meditation that you've done, okay? So she guided me through this meditation. And then afterwards, um... Yeah, I felt incredible. And whether that was just because I had a 30-minute lay down. <laughs> bit of a rest. <laughs> a bit of a rest. Um, but she, like, she looked at me and she goes, she goes, you're messed up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you want to hear. And I'm like, yeah, I I am. And um, she's like, girl, you got some shit going on. I'm like, I do. Um, she's like, I'm sorry if you heard me gasping throughout that whole time, but you kept on um, just like taking my breath away because I just couldn't, I couldn't calm down. And I'm like, what? And this is something straight out of American Horror Story. So she, so she was saying that like my energy, like when she'd get to a chakra, that um, I, I had these issues that were bl- blockages, as you call them. Mm. And um, she was just like shook that I was so fucked up, and um, so she she ended up hugging me, and she said, "Please come back, and I will continue to only charge you group session prices because you need this." And um, I'm like, "Okay, well, I want to come back. Like this feels good." And she hugs me goodbye and I said, um, have a great rest of your day. And she goes, yeah, I'm going to go meditate now because I, I just, I don't know what to do with all of this energy that you've transferred onto I mean, me. Unloaded a heap yeah. of shit onto her. Yeah. She and I was, I was like, okay. So I felt pretty good after that. And I, I didn't know why. Um, I couldn't explain it. And we continued our sessions for a while and she introduced um, some crystals to me. So my first one was black tourmaline. Which like what tourmaline? So like onyx, mm-hmm. the pet of onyx. So she explained a little bit about what these different crystals can do, and how they can match your vibration, and how they can you know stop um, like negativity. And so the black tourmaline is something that can protect you from you know negativity and bad vibrations and. Um, basically that negative stare that you're giving me right now is counteracting straight back to you because of my bracelet that I've got on. I don't feel the shit that you're sending me. Um, yeah, so that was quite interesting. So I started researching just a little bit, but I didn't really talk to you about it because I was a fucking kook. Um, 
And then after that, she introduced me to some essential oils just to calm me down. Um, and <laughs> pause again. The cat's taking the treadmill emergency clip. Yeah, it just pulls out some magnet. Not having it. All right. Go. So, yeah, so um, she introduced me to that. But anyway, as great. <laughs> is it literally we're just trying to have a normal conversation? And the fucking but cat. This is what she does when you're in this room. She climbs on the treadmill. I don't know why. Um, but especially because it's folded up, she has to climb on it. And I don't know why she can't just sit the fuck down and stay still. Um, she fall out. Yeah, she just fell down. Yeah, so. Let's just ignore her. Look, I didn't really, um, I didn't really find a lot of benefit from it because mm-hmm. I didn't do it often enough. Um, and I think at that time I wasn't as open and willing to, to doing it because, you know, like I got messages from her and there was times where I couldn't come in and she was just like, you know, um, I would just, I don't know, it was like a she, she would do something from home. Like I could be here and she could be at home and she would like cleanse me or something. I don't yeah. know. Um, and she was just the most beautiful person. I think about it all the time still. Um, she just had that that way, you know, that you know when someone is just um, they're just absolutely pure their smile, everything, like that you just know that they're just a really good person um, and that's what she is. So, yeah, so, I mean, fast forward to now, um, COVID and the amount of times through then, through that, so from the moment I met her, got interested in this. Oh, actually, if we go back just a tiny bit further from actually that time, I went to Mel's Hens Night and did a tarot reading. Mm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things that actually were brought up from the reading, which I thought were absolutely rubbish, right. ended up happening. Okay. So I was like, mm, okay, it's going to be coincidence. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm open to it. And then, you know, throughout the year, shit job, shit head, like just all of those things, just still trying to, you know, figure myself out and as you do when you're nearly 30 and you've got kids. Um, so, you know, I had all of those things that, you know, I should have done when I was younger but I hadn't done them, whatever, and I was still trying to figure out the person that I wanted to be, not the person that I thought I should be. Um, but regardless, that just kept on getting pushed to the side, changed jobs, got the job that I'm at now, and then coronavirus came in. And um, I didn't realise how much that would fuck with my head. Absolutely not. Did not realise. I thought, sweet, I'm at home with the kids. This is great. This is like time that I want mm. all the time and um and then it started really messing with me and I didn't know why I thought it was because I was um you know socially deprived I thought it was because I just wasn't seeing my friends I thought I wasn't doing the things that I wanted to do I couldn't go shopping every day like you know all the stupid shit that I did I couldn't do it and I was sad about it yeah um and then 
went back to work, you know, got over that like I usually do, had a bit of depression and then get back up and soldier on and then went back to work and it was great, loved being at work, but I felt like I was two different people. I felt like at home I was one person and then at the gym I was another person, which, you know, ideally or, you know, to some people that would be great. You know, they like that. They Mm. like that switch off. Um, They like to still be there, an individual person. And, you know, I felt that. Um, But I don't really feel like I need to separate the two. I don't really feel like I need to separate being a parent from being Tanya. So... I felt like I was giving so much of myself at work and putting these silly hours in because I wanted to because I wanted to be this trainer, I wanted to be this incredible trainer that everyone, you know, thought was knowledgeable and and helpful and all of those things. And then I'd come home, I'd just be a fucking piece of shit. I'd just be absolutely exhausted and drained. And, I mean, I was um, very early pregnant as well. And, you know, it was just, it was killing me. It was killing me that I wasn't home for the kids, all of those things. Um, but at the same time I was like, yeah, but this is what I want. Yeah. So, you know, and I just felt like I was running on a hamster wheel. And then the news came in that it was time again that we were going to lock down. And then, but then same kind of thing happened two weeks in and I just was shit, like just, just super shit, like, I just, I didn't know what I was doing with myself. I didn't know who I was. And I was like, firstly, I acknowledge that I go through this. Mm. I go through this often, probably three, four times a year. Have clinically diagnosed myself a few times, BPD, (laughs) bipolar, you name it, I've got it. Um, body dysmorphia. Anyway, so I stopped doing that and I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I cannot do this. This isn't where crystals came in yet, but I was like, I can't do this anymore. I, I can't continue to just live like this and constantly want more from myself than what I'm actually, you know, I feel like I'm constantly like, trying so hard or working so hard, but I'm, I'm not getting what I need out of it. So I'm clearly not doing the thing that I should be doing or what I should be doing. I've always said to you that I want to help people. I want to move mountains. I want to, you know, I'm so passionate about that. And then I was like, yeah, but look at yourself. How the fuck can you help anyone? Like <laughs> you're, you're a piece of shit. And um, I'm allowed to talk about myself like that because it's me. And um, yeah, and then... I was just like, well, I need something. And it was just days, like just just days. I just couldn't do it. Like I was just – I first started journaling and I was doing the Zooms um, for work and then I was just like, fuck, I can't. I can't function. I can't do this. It's too much. No. Nah. And I just I just told my bosses, I was like, that's it. Um, and then I was like, right, okay, you've done that. You've taken the first step. Now you need to, you need to sort shit out real quick. And – I just grasped at straws and I listened to some podcasts and and one really resonated with me about separating your vocational calling from your calling as such. So 
she's faith-based. So I interpret that as, you know, like your values. Right. Right. So that's how I've interpreted that. So while I don't think God has called upon me to quit my job and make a boat, (laughs) I think that my values have not been aligned with what I've been doing. Right. So this is when I started looking at what makes me happy. What do I need to keep that happiness? So I need to be here. I need to be present. I don't need to be a stay-at-home mum, but I need to be present. I need to be, you know, there for you and for the kids, whether it's making dinner or picking up. I don't want to rely on other people to look after our children other than, you know, a usual working day. So I need that. What else do I need? I need creativity. I need to help people on not just a physical scale but on an emotional and mental scale as well. And then so I started saying, okay, I'm on, I I think I came to this realisation that I'm like, I think I might not be a trainer. I think I might step away from that. And that was really scary. And then I was like, okay, that's really scary. I think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put that over here for now. I'm just gonna really work on myself and try and figure out if I'm having a dramatic breakdown mm. or if I'm actually getting somewhere. So then, you know, I started making these promises to myself that I would practice yoga every day because I know how good it is for so many things physically and mentally. So I'd do that every day. And I would try really hard, pregnancy cravings aside, to eat generally well. And that I would instill some kind of routine amongst myself but also the kids. So clean up time at night time yeah. is our new thing, right? So I do that. I do mindfulness every day. And the shift that I have found just within that made me go, okay, I, I'm liking this. Like there is more to this and I need to look deeper into it. And that's when I remembered, remembered my time getting my chakra cleansing and, you know, these things like the yoga and the mindfulness and all of that, they are quite spiritual, some of them. And that's when I thought, okay, I think it might be time to open the doors for that. Like I think I'm ready for it. And that's when I remembered the crystals. So I started doing some research on that and I thought, okay. So I got obsessed and I bought a whole bunch of crystals. Did you get in touch with you girl? I didn't get in touch with um, that lady in particular yet. Um, but I got in touch with someone else that was a Bodhi instructor. Okay. So I, I would be interested to to hear what she would think if you went back to her and yeah, and absolutely had your chakras. Clean, cleansed. Absolutely. Um, well, I reached out to her last year when I was, when I just left my job last year and before I went into lashes mm-hmm. and I was in a really, really bad space, really bad space. And I reached out to her then and she said to me that she just knew that I, that I was. Um. And, you know, we, we had the all the regular pleasantries in between then, but I haven't really talked to her about this yet, um, but she's just been kind of like in the forefront of my mind. But 
I reached out to this this other girl, Sarah, who was a Bodhi instructor and I only met her once and then she was going back to the States. But she was very spiritual as well and that's I really enjoyed her class because we did a lot of mindfulness and um, just like creative dance, which I'm a terrible dancer, but we did like creative dance at the end to like loosen. Like, After the bike ride? Yeah, like while we're, while we're on the bike. Okay, right. And then like she was like jumping off the bike and okay. just. Some people might not know what body and Yeah, okay, is. yeah. So it's a spin class essentially, but it's a spin class on crack. Yeah. Or steroids, whatever's the better alternative. With weights. With weights, with Very dancing. Loud music. It's amazing. <laughs> Strobe lights. So I followed her on socials ever since and um, she does a lot of she does retreats. She's very spiritual. And I thought, yeah, okay, I'm going to reach out to her. So I reached out to her and I told her, I said, I have no fucking clue what's going on with me. I know. I just feel it. I feel that I'm on this path. And I, I said, I can't, I don't really feel comfortable telling my partner about this yet because I think I sound like I'm a kook. But I honestly feel deep within me that I'm on the right path and that I'm, I'm, destined for more than just being a trainer I can't I I just can't live with just being a trainer looked at just aesthetically by my appearance you know by me yelling at people thinking that I've just got an ego I definitely don't have an ego um, you know and not reaching people on a deeper level so she said let's organize a zoom chat and we did and she was over in the states and um it was really enlightening. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And then we talked about working together, which obviously comes with a fee, which I was like, yep, absolutely. And then she was like, you know, you just pay me what you can. I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to pay you your going rate. Okay. She's like, yeah, but you know, COVID and whatever. And I'm like, no, just shut up. And then we got the house. <laughs> so I'm like, yep. hey, so um, we just forked out a lot of money. Um, I'm just going to have to put it on hold just for a bit. Yeah. So whatever. And then um, she invited me to a new moon ritual and I got really excited and I was like, where the fuck are my crystals? They haven't arrived yet. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it was daytime when I did the new moon ritual. It was night over in the States. How's that work? Sucked for me, but. Right. Sometimes you see the moon out still, there. It's still a new moon regardless. Yeah. Yeah. It's still a new moon. If you can't see it. Absolutely. Right. So um, I woke up, I felt really shit, and I was like, mm, might cancel. Glad I didn't. I was like, don't be a dick. And jumped on. There was I don't know, six or seven other women as well. and All over in the States. All over in the States. So yeah. there was just me. And um, I was shitting myself. And then just, yeah, just this shift in energy happened. And so, like, we did this, you know, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Tanya from Australia. Oh, Tanya, I could just listen to your voice all day. <laughs> um, yeah, so we did that and we just said a little bit about why we were there. Mm-hmm. And it was all very much the same. Yeah. Basically, we're all fucked and we don't know where we're going. Yeah. So. First thing we start off with is we start off with a meditation. And 
that was probably one of the best meditations I've ever done, which is strange because it was on a Zoom sounds in and out and everything. But we did this meditation and we planted a seed for what our intentions were for the next 28 days. We planted it in our heart. Right. Okay. Planted the seed in our heart. And, yeah, next 28 days. And after that we then journaled. We wrote down over there. Mm Mm-hmm. What came to us within that meditation time? Okay, that we think, believe, or want to achieve in the next twenty-eight days. And mine was to really find the clarity of what the fuck I'm doing yeah. over the next twenty-eight days. Um, but also things like accepting myself, accepting my past you know, and moving on from those things and letting go of the past and just living in the present. So we shared that as well, um, which was really um, I, the first time sharing things wasn't right, but then the second time it was like we're all the same. Like that's what was cool yeah. is that we were all the same. Yeah. Like I didn't feel stupid for saying any of these things because we were all the same. Yeah. You could tell the difference between some people, some people that maybe practice this kind of stuff a bit more because you could you could just feel how more in tune they were with themselves um, and how they described things. So I was like, that's cool. I want to get – I want to be a fucking hippie. I want to be a hippie like that. Like it's cool. Um, and, yeah, so – and then after that she's like, okay – so we just like if anyone walked past the house and looked through the window, they would have been like, "What the fuck is going on there?" We oh, just you started got naked and started dancing. <laughs> we didn't you? did not. Shit. We did not get naked. That's why the neighbour brought over eggs yeah, tonight. Start- <laughs> it's like thanks for the show the other day. <laughs> we started dancing, but it wasn't dancing. It was like this crazy fucking shaking your hands and like it, like it just. It was like I was a kid. I'm so disappointed. I missed this. It was, and but she's like, "You just need to let go," and I let go, and I was like, "This is the strangest thing ever," and I felt it. And usually, I'd be like, "Nah, this doesn't feel right." And then I did it, and I was like, I just listened to her, and I just trusted her, and then I was like, "Holy shit, this felt amazing. It felt absolutely amazing." So anyway. I'll fast forward because I know that I can talk about this shit all day. That's what we're here for. But, um, yeah, it was um, it, speaking about my feelings about, you know, I was just saying that I was being pulled spiritually. I felt that I was. I've, you know, um, we talked about, about us, like our star signs. We talked a little about that. Mm-hmm. Sarah's not into star signs. So a few of the other girls were like, well, I just read my new star sign for the new moon. Mm. And I was like, what's the Instagram handle for that? Mm-hmm. And um, and then, yeah, so we talked about that and it was kind of just reassuring that what I was voicing wasn't, well, look, it was a room, it could have been a room full of crazy people. So, you know, but. Felt good. It felt good and I wasn't, I didn't, it, ne- it didn't make me feel like I was a crazy person. It actually validated what I was feeling. So for me, I mean, like I've said, I have never, so the crystals, the crystals things, uh, like a complimentary thing really. I'm just like, um, you know, like the rose quartz 
promotes self-love and confidence and self-esteem and, you know, who doesn't need that? If a crystal can help, I'm going to wear a crystal, you know, amethyst, which is my birthstone, but also can help, you know, empathy and help with like your intuition and help with dreaming at night. So that is next to our bedside table now. You definitely need that. You have some messed up dreams. I do have some messed up dreams. I've had some really whacked out dreams lately. And then over there I have a rainbow fluorite. I have a citrine, which you can't see it. It's a little orange, little orange. A bit of coral. Not that one. Not that one. That is a um, sandstone. That's a um, rose quartz sandstone. And there's a little orange one, which is citrine. So all of those, um, while they have different properties, um, essentially they all help growth and creativity and I've got another one coming which actually helps like finances apparently. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, so they're placed around the house for different reasons. And I'm strategically within the house? Yes. Right. That's why they're there next to the computer. Okay. Creativity. Right. So when gotcha. I'm studying, mm-hmm. helps me, you know, just get through it, helps me write, helps me, you know. Um yeah. Yeah, and it's it's supposed to help success and help, you know, um, standing up for what you believe in, standing up and having the balls to say to people, no, I'm doing this instead. And I'm like, well, I need a bit of that. Um, You know, and then, yeah, so there's all of those. And then on top of that, like I've said, I've been doing the yoga, I've been doing the meditation, all of those things. And as a whole, I have been feeling the best I've felt in a – in a really, really long time. I still have times. Like you've seen me get stressed out with the kids, mm. but they're mean. They're horrible. <laughs> Absolutely. But if I was not like this, I don't know how I would handle that. Yeah. You'd um, handle it like I do. Yeah, absolutely. You can't can handle lose it. My shit yeah. And go hide. Absolutely. Until, until they go away. Absolutely. I've got more patience now. I've I'm still working on the self love thing, especially being pregnant, getting fatter, it's hard. But I feel like, as silly as it sounds, I'm on the right path. And that may mean that being at my current job, might I might not go back. Yeah. But I'm not afraid because I know that the next thing I go on to is going to be even more amazing. Yeah. And I think it's coming very soon. Mm. I don't think this is something that. I'm going to be trying to find for years to come. I just, I know it's coming very, very soon. So I'm really just trying to embrace my spirituality, really listen to myself on the inside. And I want, like I've said to you, other people to feel the way I do. So if I can go from, and you saw me and you've seen me in some really horrid, horrible states mentally with my mental health and if I if I can go from that to this with not even the crystals, I only arrived yesterday. Yeah. Without that, with just myself and my brain, then I want other people to be able to experience mm, that because that absolutely. is it's fantastic. It's it's amazing. You know, yoga especially has been an incredible practice for 
every part of my being at the moment. So, you know, I'm really excited. I have no idea what I'm going to become. Um, a yogi? I think I, I think I start a cult. <laughs> possibly. Possibly. You're going to live in the mountains. I'm definitely a leader. but yeah so that that's where all of that is going and um yeah i love it i absolutely love it and i just you know i'm just giving into it now so instead of like instead of having those thoughts of like that's stupid don't buy a fucking rock don't spend your money on a rock or the rock can't help you or don't listen to those cards or just anything like that, you know, like meditation isn't going to solve your problems. I don't have, yeah, I used to say I don't have time to meditate. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Right? I used to say that yeah. all the time. I can't calm, calm my, I can't calm my head down, you know. Yeah. I used to say that all the time. Now I read books. I read books. I meditate. I do yoga. I write. And I'm studying. I used to always say to you. And you're homeschooling. And I'm homeschooling and keeping them alive and half-assing potty training. Hmm. But I used to say to you, I don't have time to study yeah. even. Yeah. Like I can't I can't do a course because I don't have time to study. I wanted this nutrition course so I went out and I could just went, fuck it, I'm doing it. And I fit more into my day now. Okay, I'm home. I get that. Got time, girl. It's really hard with the kids but I fit more in even with doing a 40-minute yoga session and maybe a 20-minute meditating session and I might go and cleanse my crystals for 20 minutes as well um how do you do that I meditate to my crystals and I tell them the intentions that I have for my crystals and that's cleansing them um I cleanse them and then I give them their intention which is to charge them but I've also got a selenite wand how much do you charge them <laughs> it's so funny. But a selenite wand that sits in the windowsill, and that actually, that is about that's for pure like purity and honesty, and that actually is like a self charging thing. So I put all of the crystals on there, which you saw last night, mm. and that charges them. Right. So you need to cleanse them because they absorb so much vibration and energy that they need to be cleansed of whatever negative energy that they've got in them. Right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So anyway, I basically am doing everything that I've always said that I will never do and I'm just giving into those thoughts of I want to do yoga or I want to explore spirituality a bit more and instead of going that's fucking stupid, instead I'm going, okay, Let's do it. And then I do it. And then I take the parts that I want from it. And then I'm like, this is helping me. Yeah. And if this is helping me, then it mustn't be that bad. Exactly. You know, so yeah. Does any part of it like scare you to like the thought of stepping away from work, which is something like. I'm terrified. It's my identity. That's what I mean. Like, you're such a good trainer. Mm. And, like, I'm a great trainer. You're a great trainer. And people you train love you. Yeah. Like, that's that has been one of the biggest battles. Yeah. Because, um, you know, and it was why it took me so long to leave my last job. 
because mm. of the members. And um, I, I think, but that was, it's, it's such a cash 22 because that was actually one of my reasonings behind diving into this and looking into it further because, um, you know, we went into lockdown again and all of a sudden I wasn't a trainer anymore. Yeah. And I didn't hold that persona that I did every day. And I didn't, I wasn't strong and I didn't go into the gym without my kids and, you know, make others push themselves beyond their limits. Um, I didn't have any of that. So all of a sudden I was like, is that all I am? And is that as far as I go? And then I'm like, that is not as far as I go. So, but then the other part of my mind was saying, yeah, but everyone's going to miss you, you know? And I'm like, yeah, but it's not about everyone else. And that was when I needed to say to myself, there you go. You've just gotten your answer. I love being a trainer, but that is only, that's like a smidgen of me. You know, I want to still continue to be a trainer. I mean, I love lifting weights, especially. Mm. I love boxing. But that's why you're so jerked. Absolutely. That's why I've got fucked up shoulders. Um, but, you know, like I said, there are so many more surfaces that I want to be able to touch. And it's not just that. And yeah. I know, like, physical fitness helps you mentally and physically and all of those things. But the mind is so complex that, you know, people won't exercise because of whatever traumatic reasons. You know, you need to fix that first. Mm. You know, people need to fix the inside before they fix the outside, really, um, because there's no point. I mean, I've done a lot of self-reflection and I've looked back. I've looked back on times where I was extremely thin or, you know, times that I you know, at that point in time, I thought that I was large or I thought that I was bigger. And I look at those photos, I'm like, you're a fucking dickhead. That was the fittest you've ever been. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, so, you know, physical appearance and what's on the outside does not, does not matter. It's what's going on up inside your head. So that is what I've had to remind myself about the fear that I've had about leaving, you know, my job because, I'm like, yeah, but I'm a trainer, but that doesn't define me and that's what I need to remember. And the reason that I am stepping away is for what I like to think is a greater good, Yeah, you know, because I want to, it's those reasons, it's the mental reasons that I want to help other people, which I don't feel like I can do just being a trainer. There's more to it. And um, now more than ever is definitely the time because, you know, people that I cross paths with, this is why I make the connections that I make when I work at the gyms because we connect on emotional levels and, and you know, we talk about mental health and all that. So, you know, I just, I just want to be able to help more and I'm only bound to, you know, what I I'm allowed to do mm, within mm. a gym. Yeah. So, you know, um, you know, and I've, I've felt the, you know, like we were talking about um, Paige Van Zandt. We're talking about how, you know, um, she's misconceived, like, you know, just a pretty face kind of thing. And I get that because I have, you know, been thought of as stupid or dumb 
you know, just a just a ditzy trainer. Um, and that is so far from from me, you know. So I don't want that to define me. And like I said, I came into lockdown again. I wasn't a trainer all of a sudden and I was like, oh my God, I have let that be my identity. That's not right. That's absolutely not right. And I think that's the last time as well. Like when I left my job at the other gym, I went through that again because I lost my identity because I wasn't a trainer. And this is when I was talking about vocational calling and, you know, faith, spiritual value calling. So your vocational calling is not, should not define you. Okay, that's like your complimentary, that's like whatever your values are, your vocational calling will complement you to get to to live your values, you know. And I don't mean just like family life balance or whatever. Like I mean um, what your values are, you should be able to put them out into your vocational calling as well. And for me that's helping people in a large, like in a, in a big scale, mentally, spiritually, physically. It's not just physically. It's not just aesthetically. Um, I want to be able to change lives mm. for the positive. So, yeah. Good aspirations, I reckon. Absolutely. Mm. Mm. Explain that very well. I've never, I've never heard you sort of sit down and talk it out like that. No, well, we don't have time. We don't have time. We've got the kids, you know, like, and that's been something that, um, sorry, I'm just going to take my jumper off. Um, (laughs) Sarah and I spoke about because she said, um, she said the first step is, is talking to your partner about it. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, I feel like it just sounds like I want to quit my job. Yeah. You know, like, and it's, it's just so much more than that. This isn't a phase. This isn't, you know, this isn't just me throwing in the towel because my mental health is low. Um, and then I'm like, how do I have this conversation with him? Mm. How the fuck do I do that? Well, tell me, to be honest, that did go through my head. Yeah. Like when you started going down this path again, I was thinking, okay. Here yeah, she goes. Yeah, it's about, about that time. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But I can tell. I can tell now. Like. That, yeah. That this time it's different. It's absolutely yeah. it's absolutely different because like I said, like for myself, I I no longer want to go through this cycle anymore. Yeah. And I'm willing to just be the person that I am and not give a fuck about what anyone else thinks anymore. Mm. Because for so long it has been what others have thought, you know, others' opinions, other what others have thought is good for me to do. Um, you know, whereas now it's like, no, I know what's good for me. I am my own person and it's time to, to finally act on that. And, um, yeah, it feels, it feels great. Like, so, you know, I'm not, I am still scared, you know, stepping away. Like I, like I said, like I love my job. Um, I don't, you know, like, like we talked about it. Um, you know, my bosses and I, we talked about me just, you know, especially once Bub's born and all the crazy hours that's there. Like we talked about me just floating in and out, 
um, so that I can just keep my foot in and just mm. see everyone. So I will do that. Absolutely. I will keep training, just not in that environment. Right. That environment didn't, as much as I was loved and all of those things there, it didn't portray me the way that I feel inside, if that makes sense. Okay. It just, um, I couldn't connect with people the way that I like to. I couldn't train people the way that I like to. Yeah, I was good at it because, you know, I, I make sure that I keep people safe and work hard and everything. But I think that was a big issue as well is that I just wasn't, I wasn't training people the way that I'd like to um, because there's so many rules because it's a franchise, mm. you know. Yeah. So so that that can be very hard. And there was a lot of things as well that um I went I had to go against my own beliefs. Right. Which was really fucking hard as well. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think they should be doing that. But I'm just a trainer, just take your money, go home at the end of the day. Yeah. You know? So yeah. All of those things aside, like I'm I'm scared because at the moment I'm still a trainer. Yeah. At the moment I'm currently employed. At the moment people still know me for that workplace. There might come a time where I'm, you know, ties have been severed, then what the fuck am I? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's the scary bit because I don't want to go there, but at the same time I don't need anything to define me. I shouldn't be scared. So just finding that, you know, it's exciting, it's scary, and I think that is the main thing is that because I'm scared, it's definitely the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. You hear that often. It's scary. So we, towards it. we were, we were um, talking when I just mentioned that, um, you know, living up to people's expectations and doing like that, we were having a conversation last night about the picture my dad sent me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so This is great. Oh. This is great. So my dad, my dad calls which was which was nice. Mm. He didn't call for any reason other than to have a sock, but I shouldn't have asked him questions that I know he's going to poke I met him. a guy. I met a guy today that reminded me of your dad. Was he But we can go with that later. I, I don't think so, just the way he spoke because he was cracking the shits at me. Oh, my <laughs> he sounded God. just like him. Anyway, go on. Um, yeah, I think I, like, obviously, like, I ask the questions that raise his blood pressure. I know that I do, but I go with it anyway. And then he started, I was like, fuck, why did I ask him this question? He's carrying on about real estate and, you know, look, dad, the real estate's doing the best that they fucking can. Yeah, there's things that you do need to get on top of, but you should have got on top of them when you first moved into the fucking house. I'm just saying. Mm. Whatever. I didn't say any of that. Just yeah. gone, oh, my God, Dad, I can't believe that. Oh, my God. Mm. Yeah, shit, mm. bitch. Um, and then, <gasps> oh, you know what? I'm telling Dad that, oh, you know, I'm going to be a nutritionist. Like, it's going to complement really well with my trainer stuff and you know, I'm going to be like a qualified nutritionist. Are you proud of me? You know, like. So you didn't go into him about your new moon dance? No, 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 no. <laughs> I think I'm a fucking 
nah, no way you don't want to understand that. And, you know, he's just like, yeah, that's great, Tim. And I'm like, no, it's not great. Like, it's, it's awesome. Like, yeah. like, I don't think you understand. Like, not everyone can just walk. You can't just go and get this qualification. Can't you, just go, you can't just go to TAFE and get this qualification. Like, and I will be registered with the nutrition body of Australia. Like, yeah. I will be able to write plans that a regular fucking PT cannot do. But whatever. Okay. You know what? You're old. You don't understand. Whatever. So anyway, <laughs> and telling dad about the kids and everything, and then he and then he fucking chimes in and he's like, "Oh yeah, um, your sister made a really nice salad last night. <laughs> oh, it was just great. I was really impressed. I was really impressed by the way she presented it. And you know, she's just been doing stuff like that. So I said, "Yeah, go for it. Um, you can you can buy some stuff online and." You know, I work hard and, you know, I'm just I'm just glad that, you know, she's just spending so much time and effort doing that kind of stuff. Anyway, he sends me a fucking picture of this salad. Mm. I, like he sent, like I sent him five photos, right? I sent him photos of the boys skate like on the scooter and on the bike. I sent him one photo of me with my belly bump and he sent me back a fucking picture of a salad <laughs> saying, <laughs> saying, Caption, salad Jess made for me. And I was like, yum. <laughs> Seriously, that girl, 21, can make a salad and she, like, is the fucking holy grail for my dad. Like, that is all she needs to do to get my dad's approval, which I have been fucking begging for for years of my life. I said to you last night, I said to my dad years ago, Dad, I think I want to do social work or I want to do something with mental health. And he told me I was stupid. Yeah. He told me, bad idea, don't do it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you're just silly. You know, why would you do that? You know, you've got your own mental health issues. Yep. Yeah, I think help. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Wonder why. Yeah. Um, when all I could have done was just made a fucking salad. Could have. That's all you needed to do. Oh, I just made a salad. Some cashews in it, even spice it up a bit, and then and then so it goes down the chain, right? So that's my middle sister. Then my youngest sister, she doesn't even need to do shit, right? She just <laughs> she just needs to go to my dad and say, "Hey, dad." Also, another adult, okay, she's nineteen. Hey, dad, um, I want some. I want to get some skincare. I start looking after my face. Oh, well, you know, I'm just so glad that she wants, wants to look after herself. So I was like, yeah, sure, go for it. Just here you go. Order what you need. Here's some money. Here's some money. Here's a credit card. And look, cool. Like the guy can spend this, this – the moral of the story is not where where he puts his money, yeah. right, because he has, he has yeah, spent yeah. a lot of money on me. But I have been craving that man's approval for all of my life and trying to – just do the biggest, biggest things and every achievement and my sisters make a salad. Like it's not anywhere comparable, like at all. As your dad would say, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like it's so ridiculous. I just (laughs) like these standards are fucked. Like they're just so fucked. I, I can't, I can't compute at all. 
It's great. Made my night. At all. But. <sighs> all right. Should wrap this up. Yeah. Should wrap this up. It's good. Took control of this one tonight. Yeah. We still haven't gotten to the story about you stealing the neighbor's pot plant. <laughs> Save that one for next week. All right. Mm. Remind me. Yeah. All right. Let's go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs>